0: hi guys welcome back to my audiobook podcast audio magic today i'm going to read a book i um i wrote it's called um lily i know it doesn't sound like much of a title but honestly uh this is one of the best books i've done i recommend listening to it with earphones or head- headphones or earpeds mm. i no, the experience is better uh you can listen to this any time of day if you really want to. So, yeah, let's get started. Chapter one: Fire bow training. No, Lily. Aim towards the tree, not that low. Said the impatient man, holding up the girl's arms. The eighteen-year-old Lily held the bow up, aiming for the old oak tree. Slow, slow, gentle fire was taking off and just shot in the tree branch. The fire was spreading and death by death the tree was on the floor covered by ashes and flames. That's my girl, laughed the man. Come inside for supper. Lily and her father walked into the little cottage by the woods. Lily and her parents lived on a village. The other people of the village did different jobs. One quarter of the village was called Hembury. Their job was to chop down trees for more houses in the village. The other quarter's job was they had to go and find lake water and make it clean and fresh for the rest of the village to drink. That part was called, was called fire shot. And the other were blacksmiths. The part of the village made swords, bows, arrows, axes for the other villagers to buy at their shop. That was where Lily got her bow and arrow. They were called un-shop. And then there was Lily's part. It was called Pinton. Pinton's job was to hunt animals for food. It was Lily's least favourite job. She adored nature and its beautiful wildlife. Each part of the, trip, each part of the village, Hembury, Fire Shop, Pinton, and an Inn Shop hated each other. Every quarter had a leader that could change anything from their home. If someone else from their quarter wanted to be a legion, said they'd have, they'd have an ice pit battle. The usual leader and the one who wanted to be leader would have a battle with axes, bows, arrows and swords from Unchop against each other. The one who wins will be their leader from then. Lily's mother had made a roast rabbit. Eat up, Lily. I caught that rabbit this morning. You'll need your strength and energy for tomorrow, said father, stuffing his face with the rabbit. A little paw was hanging out of his large bearded mouth. He slurped it up quick before any of it came out. "'Ugh,' said Lily. "'Sorry, I guess I'm not hungry,' she moaned. "'So anyway, uh, what's so special about tomorrow?' asked Lily, moving her roast rabbit away from her. "'Well,' said Mother, looking at her husband joyfully. "'We have decided that you will join the F- Firebow Academy to get better at killing animals of kindon!' The mother and father chuckled happily as if Lily was extremely excited, but Lily's face was not happy at all. It was extremely angry with a scrunched up face." Really? Seriously? Oh She slammed she slammed her fist down on the table. Why would I join when you know I love nature? Why would you bring that up? No, I would never join that stupid hunting club, screamed Lily at, her, at, the, at the top of her voice. The parents went silent. You are going to Firebow Training Camp for Young Hunters, and that is final, bellowed the father with cross-beady eyes, staring at the angry 18-year-old girl. Lily growled with anger and stormed off out the cottage. She always needed a breath of fresh air to release her anger. She didn't really want to eat her rabbit anyway. Lily rushed to the forest with the, to the little lake. She knelt down and splashed some lake water over her face. Calmly, a young bunny with a black patch around his eye hopped onto Lily's wrap. It sniffed her hand and rubbed its furry cheek against it. Oh, hi, little guy. Lily picked up the rabbit in her arms. She saw a rabbit hole of where the bunny came out of. This must be your home, smiled Lily. She put the rabbit back back down gently. Suddenly, Lily heard a big shout, saying, Lily! She turned her head. Sorry, uh, she thought for a second, a Patch. Yeah, well, I'll come again, Patch. Lily smiled at the bunny and raced back to Pineton. The next day, Lily woke up early. Then her mother came in. Lily, get changed in your clothes and get your bow and arrow for firebow training today. Lily picked up a broken bow. Uh, Sorry, Mother, I can't go. My my bow is bust, she said, holding the bow in her mother's face. (laughs) Don't think you're going to get past me with excuses, young lady. Go to Unchop's blacksmiths and sword shop. But everyone hates me there, sighed Lily. Her mother shrugged in a mean way and then left Lily's bedroom. Lily grabbed her money and set off through the village to Unchop. All the people were staring at her like she was a monkey with a top hat. Some children even poked their tongue out at her. And finally she got through the crowd of moody people and found herself at a Blacksmith's shop. The old grumpy man, with, with a black tangled beard, was staring at her with no expression on his face, apart from sadness and grumpiness. One crossbow, please, said Lily, with a bright smile on her face. The man, on the other hand, frowned even more and finally he spluttered, Give me money." Lily wiped the spit off her face with a rag. Lily placed her hand in a deep pocket. Uh, Lily could not find her money anywhere. Um, Excuse me, I know I had it in here somewhere. Suddenly, a young, handsome boy walked up behind Lily and patted her on the back. Lily swirled around to see see the boy happily smiling at her. He had beautiful pools of deep blue sea eyes and a small brown quiff at the top of his head with a lovely, beautiful, happy smile. Excuse me, this was on the floor, said the boy. He was holding three copper coins and two pounds, that was Lily's. I believe it's yours, said the boy cheerfully. Thank you, said the girl, grabbing the coins from his hand. The two both knew that they were perfect together, and so Lily swivelled back round to the grumpy old man. He looked grumpier than ever. Here you go, sir, said, here you go, sir. The horrible man snatched the money off Lily and turned and held out a beautiful oak bow with a pretty pattern of swirls and curls on. Lily took it and ran to fibre training. When she got there, she saw lots of 18-year-old children shooting at a target. She looked to their left and saw the handsome boy walking up the hill to fibre training with the same bow as her. That's why he was at the top with her. He was buying a bow, like her for fire bow training. Oh, hello again, said Lily with cringe. Ah, hello, I'm Max, by the way. Just so we know each other's, each other's names if we meet together like this again. Well, oh, I'm Lily, she chuckled. He was a nice person, a really nice boy. Suddenly, a slick, unhappy man walked up into the centre of the field where everyone was shooting targets. Then the thin man walked up right next to Max and Lily. Why are you not with the others doing your starter of the day? He raised his chin, his eyes glued on the pair, not blinking for a very long time. All was silent for a minute. Then Lily said, But we just got here, sir. He paused. Well, it is done now, so maybe you'll like cleaning the camp's bathroom for three months. (laughs) He cackled. Then the man looked away to the other children, pausing their activity anyway, I am Miss Cel- Mr. Celeste, the ruler of Pineton, and I've chosen to hunt animals as our job. So that is why I have had a camp for children to get a chance to learn how to hunt horrid beasts so I could actually be for all of Pineton's dinner, as long as we hunt. Now everyone, go to their beds and shape up for tomorrow's activity. Now... Lily didn't want to get in trouble again, so she did as she was told, and rushed to the bed. I wonder who I'm going to be in the same bed with, thought Lily, as she clutched her bow tightly in her hand. She was sleeping in cavern number 17. She walked in and saw the most beautiful hut she'd ever... You're sleeping in that one for tonight, said Celeste. The man was pointing it at another room, a room next to it. On the door it said, The Spare, and it was horrid. Bad children sleep in there. Now, in you go. Lily walked in as Celeste stan- slammed the door in her face. The room was all brown, a stank of cabbage and pig- dipped in a pig's perspiration. She placed her bow down in a tin can, which she thought was a bow holder. Yet it was a be- yes, it was a bean tin. Full of beans. Sorry, I have got a message. Um, Lily got out a picture frame and put it on the little green mouldy table. It was black and white picture of a woman with a kind face and long brown hair, and in her arms was a little girl with short hair and a bob. It was Lily and her mother. Her mother passed away. It was a mystery how she did how she did, sorry. A little tear tripped down her freckled cheeks. Her mother was important to her. She was probably the most important person in her life. Lily sighed and got into her uncomfy bed. She swore she felt a rat in there dripped ugh, drip drip lily woke up with a startle of water dripping from the ceiling she got up and changed ready for the day ahead she grabbed her bow and ran outside to the first activity of the day was being held everyone was aligned facing mr Sest. on his arm was a blue and red spotty dragon yes they're so cute and pretty and then it ate a bird an alive bird lily was speechless. That's where I'm gonna end it today, so I hope you enjoyed the podcast and my book and my deal part two. But I might not, I'm not sure.